welcome to the what we got this the the, the we call it the Sweet Sixteen reaction. I guess the Gonzaga UCLA reaction. I don't know what the heck you call it here. Brought to you on VSN. I am Darren Breyer. I got Tyler McGurk here for me, Fat Boy Fadeaway. I got my brother Casey Breyer, who's been with me the last couple episodes here, breaking down the Sweet Sixteen coverage. Casey, we're not here to break down what ifs anymore. We got to see what happened. Man, let's start right with the UCLA Gonzaga game. West Coast here. It's 9:36 out here. I can't even imagine being on the East Coast watching this thing at 12:30. What are your initial thoughts of the game? How good was that Gonzaga UCLA game? Everything I thought it'd be. You know, yep. me and Pico talked about it, man. It's gonna be the game of the week, man. God, it lived up to the hype. It did. It was amazing, man. Just the hype, man. You got Hami Hawkes doing his thing. You got Drew Timmy just balling out of his mind, looking like little kids out there. Oh, my God. You can tell a 23-year-old man playing against 18-year-olds. It was just wild, man. And then come down to the end, kind of tuned it. Like, I was like, here we go. You know, it's going to roll off to the, like, you know, latter stages, you know, free throws. They kept missing and missing. I was like, all right, Gonzaga, are you really just blow this away? And then UCLA with the half-court shot at the end. I'm like, here we go again. No. What did you think but, of that play call at the end? Like, that looked like a set play where he just hands it off to him and chucks it up. At first, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it's like when you swing on a 3 0 pitch in baseball. No, yeah. That's what I thought. Tyler, what did you think of that crazy shot? It was a great play to – I mean, it was great a play good by the big shot, but it just like didn't seem like good play by the big guy to have the awareness to give it to the guy who actually knows how to shoot the ball. Like he didn't just turn around and huck something up. Just a spectacular end of the game. I I even tweeted, "Man, Gonzaga's a bunch of chokers." I thought it was Adam <laughs> Morrison 2.0. Uh, Drew Timmy just dominated when he got the ball, but it just didn't seem like it was going to be enough. Missed two clutch free throws, but. Strother bailed them out with a Chris Jenkins type three pointer to put the game away. Casey, the free throw shooting. I mean, my goodness, that that literally kept them in the game. They didn't really have that natural point guard to like dribble the ball at. It felt like either. Oh, it was atrocious. But I, that, that's the thing. And I heard Jeff Van Gundy speaking about earlier. Like, hey, college needs to go. I think it was on the Warriors podcast, or not? Excuse me, the Warriors game. Yeah, and he was talking about, hey, you know, the college needs to adapt you know, taking two free throws every single time once they get into the bonus. I love the one-in-one. The one-in-one college should keep that for life because that is, like, one of the most, like, if they make it, it is so much it does, It adds some pressure. So much pressure, dude. It is, like, so much pressure. Like, it's like making the game-winning shot. Like, if you got one-in-one and you're up by three, you're up by two – it goes wild, and it's like, oh, shit, like, here we go. It's like, and that's exactly what happened tonight. It's like, you had a one-and-one, one, missed them both, and they come down. It was just, it, that's an epic, like, college game. Like, that is what you want to see. I thought UCLA was dead. <laughs> they went on a 10-1 run in 41 seconds. Tyler, they couldn't make a shot. I said it. they make a shot for nine and a half minutes. <laughs> they only made a free. They were putting it. They could put it in the damn ocean for a half, for almost a half of a half. They could put it in the ocean, and they. I mean, you see, right? You think you, it's you, like it's just funny how human nature desperation takes over. Hot cats, they dig deep, and then they take the lead. It's seventy six, seventy five. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Is Gonzaga gonna blow this?" I mean, just what a swing of emotions there. The last minute of the game, crazy. Yeah, Jaime. Hi, hi, 
the UCLA struggled. They were up 13 going in at the end of the first half, and then they just couldn't score the beginning of the second half. Yeah. And then Gonzaga, back to the one-and-one thing. The one-and-one is the great equalizer in college basketball. It keeps teams that are losing in game. You can start fouling with five minutes left. If a team can't hit free throws, you can get back in the game. You adopt the yeah. two free throw rule. It just changes a little bit. I'm with you guys. Keep the one-and-one. But just a great game. Uh, the execution down the stretch left something to be desired. There was a lot of bad play. A lot to be desired. Also, it made the game. It, it's a college game. This is what college basketball is now. You're not getting the cream of the crop. You just get these guys who are just learning how to play basketball, and you can tell. Does it add a little bit extra for us because it's the West Coast here? I mean, uh, for me, it does because I was just like, I had a vested interest because last time we talked to Nico on the podcast, I'm like, if I, I really wish I would have done a parlay, but 4 0 when <laughs> the last time I talked to him. You would have won it there. Oh, man. God, I would have scraped on that paper. But my God, I was just like, you, been on, you would have been on fire with that. <laughs> hey, Case, let me cut you off just for a second here. I got Chris coming on here, Propeller Head. As you know, I'm on the VSN. Let me bring him on here. Uh, what's going on, man? Nice to meet you here. I'm Darren. I got Tyler up here and my brother Casey. How you doing? Glad you could join us here post game after a crazy UCLA Gonzaga game. Oh man, I'm just telling you, I was I was in another chat telling people when UCLA got the ball with 12 seconds left, <laughs> I'm fouling immediately and putting them at the free throw line so I don't give up a three pointer at the end of the game. It, it, that probably would have been a good idea. What do you what do you think of that UCLA? We were kind of getting. I was starting to get to that point of it. What do you think of that UCLA Gonzaga matchup? Like, obviously, I know you're Vanderbilt. You got the SEC there. Like, what are your uh, far for us? It's a big deal. It's like a big West Coast game. Probably the two best teams out here in the West Coast. Uh, what are you? What's your thoughts of on it? Um, I'm questioning the UCLA coach. <laughs> that's malpractice to have been down in that spot to begin with. They, they had that game won and totally under control and let it get away. Yeah, in the first half, they just controlled the play. They looked like a better team. The only guy who could do anything was Timmy. And back to the West Coast part, they're the only teams that matter in the West Coast. And every yeah. time they play an NCAA tournament, it turns into a big event that must be talked about like we are right now, directly after I, the game. I thought Gonzaga was going to have that 2006 setback. <laughs> That's what it reminded me. In, here in Oakland, yeah. California, near that. That's what I thought. Casey, how good is Timmy time? I mean, let, let's just go. Like, I mean, yeah, he. I just felt like I don't, he just controls the pace of the game. Like he gets, you know, the other guys were important, but just he just keeps them so steady there. Oh man, you know that like. It's the five year, four, fourth year scene that he got, man. It's like you can't teach that. Like I was speaking yeah. about earlier, it's like you can just tell. I mean, when you're playing against like 18 year olds and when you're 22, it's a big difference, man. I'm sorry. It's a big difference, man. Like yeah. when you've seen it, and plus he's been there, he's been in the big time tournament games. But just the like, hey, give me the rock. Hey, I don't even care what y'all do. Just give me the ball. You can run off ball screens and I'll find you. Like, it's not that complicated. It's like, just give me the ball and I'll set y'all up. That's it's pretty not, much what happens. Basketball is a pretty easy game if you make it easy. Yeah. And the Gonzaga, to their credit, they're always one of the best the offensive teams, Tyler, in that regard. Chris, uh, what do you think about Timmy there? What do you think I had, like, just kind of watching him play? Man, I'm – 
I've been watching him for so long. I feel like I've been it's been ten years watching him play. But <laughs> I thought UCLA did the perfect job in the first half. Drew Timmy's going to get his, so I'm going to play five on four. Yeah, and just let Timmy do what he's going to do because you're not going to outscore me with the other four playing against five guys. And, and they went away from that in the second half. I, I don't understand why they changed what they were doing. Yeah, I got to say shout out to my mama. She said uh, she heard it. She said Drew Timmy is uh, like LeBron when he's like, LeBron, I want my son to play with, like, with me. And yeah, Drew Timmy, like, I want my kid to play with me in college. Like, how long is he going to be there? Like, <laughs> does he have one more year of eligibility? I don't even know if he does that one more uh, All right, hey, let's keep it moving here on the show. Here. That was good. UCLA, Gonzaga, like you said, what – just one of the, again, just a great Sweet 16 game. Another good game between these two teams. Obviously, we had the Suggs half-court half shot last time. That we mentioned the, the Morrison one. They've had a few battles there. I hope they meet every time in the or in the NCAA tournament this time. All right, let's go to the other game here that made some headlines, and that is the Michigan State-Kansas State game. I thought this one could be sneaky good a little bit. Noel kind of, for me, I guess, jumped on the scene a little bit, uh, just some of his play. He was fantastic today. You know, 19, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. He just controlled the pace. Tyler, what did you think of this game between Michigan and Kansas State? I mean, 19 assists. I mean, even to Michigan State credit, they fought back. I thought they really showed some heart there at the end. Totally like a Tom Izzo team. Casey, I told you they would. I thought they were going to sneak it out. I had them in the Final Four. What did you think of Kansas State, though, overall, you know, getting the win in this game? Uh, to start off with Michigan State, if you told me they were going to score 93 points, I'd be like, oh, they won easy. <laughs> Not, they scored 93 points. This is a Michigan State Big Ten basketball. It just it is, doesn't score like that, and they put up 93. But back to Marquise Noel, just special. One of the best point guard game plays I've seen in college basketball in a long time. Take it for what it is. I've watched a lot of Kirk Creasa bricks being thrown up at Arizona the last two years. So, like, my point guard play I've watched hasn't been superb, but this was unbelievable. He sprained his ankle early in the second half, and he, it doesn't slow him down at all. 19 assists in a college game, five steals. I don't I, I It's almost beyond word. Like, you don't see those numbers in college. What do you think there, Chris? So I heard an interesting stat with uh, Noel tonight. He's the, only the third player in NCAA history to have 30 points scored and 30 assists before the Sweet 16 is over. One of the other ones is Jason Kidd when he was at Cal. At this point, he's got 63 points and 41 assists. That's just magic. Point guard play is going to win you a national championship, and right now I don't see another point guard playing as good as what he is. Yeah, yeah as long as his ankle doesn't swell up like, like very bad the next year, I don't see how you beat this kid, kid. Casey, I immediately thought of the old Isaiah Thomas. I wasn't even alive for that, but, or I was, but I was very young. But when he was out there, he's hobbling around. I was like, he's not going to be able to play. Like, and at Michigan State credit at first, they kind of took advantage of him a little bit. But then overall, it looked like it loosened up a little bit and he was able to kind of play. And uh, I don't know. Like, he's starting to feel himself. He's, he's on a special run right now. Yep. I mean, come on now, fellas. We're going to mention the alley-oop at the end. Hey, <laughs> that was nice, too. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> Like, y'all going to say, like, that was a play call? I'm sorry. That was not a that play call. That was not a play call. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no chance of that. That's me saying, Coach, I got this. I've been yeah. running the table the whole game. Uh, me and you, Watson, like, 
me and you boys, all right, we were picked last in the Big 12. Yeah, we about to do this thing right now. And then just to do his thing, man, it, it's wild, too, because, like, it went, and it, it's funny, and I, I, you know, you know me, Darren, I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a nerd when it comes to NBA hoops, but C.J. Watson, he passed him in an all-time assist leader when it comes to, like, NCAA tournament, like, assist totality. I'm like, C.J. Watson? And then I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize him and Baron Davis were the first two freshman guards to actually play in the NCAA. Yeah, I didn't know that. Which is wild. Like, I was like, okay, Noel, you do your thing, boy. (laughs) Like, all right, (laughs) I I got you. (laughs) And he's competitive for fight. You know, like, Tyler, like, even defensively, I thought he he holds his own a little bit. He definitely gets those steals. Uh, I think you got to shout out Keontae Johnson and his story. Coming from Florida, collapsing. And Florida saying, we're not even going to let you play for us. And Kansas yeah. State saying, we'll give you a minute's limit. We'll bring you in. And he became a star player and is in the lead eight on one of the favorites. Probably win it all at this point. I thought – I have it here. I thought A.J. Hogarth played well for Michigan State as well. I thought he yeah. had some big shots. He was aggressive. He took advantage of some drives there late. And K-State hung on, man. They showed some, or they showed some real toughness. They get Now they get like you – know, let's keep it moving here. Now they get a matchup against a team I didn't think they were going to get. And that's FAU against Tennessee. I thought Tennessee, you know, Casey, we talked about their defense. And I mentioned it, though, on the on the preview of this uh, of this matchup was I was a little bit concerned about Tennessee's offense at times. Like, not their, not that they're Virginia-esque, but, like, I'm just worried about their pace at times. And, like, in a one-game elimination, like, sometimes that pace can worry me when you're the favorite like that. And uh, – I thought FAU was able to like keep the you know keep the speed up. They were able to kind of put some pressure on the ball, and Tennessee just couldn't make it enough shots. They really just struggled offensively this whole game. Yeah, that's what I told you, and uh, I spoke about that with Nico. I just said I think FAU's guard play is just too much. Tennessee has a great defense. Don't get me wrong, but for it. And Davis and Davis came up clutch, man. I mean, that's what you do. I mean, when you're a player that's been there a little bit, not yeah. saying it's NCAA tournament, but you know, you've played and you like I said, they won one game, five games, and eight games. Now they made the tournament. Like they got a lot to prove right now. And you could tell that they're playing with a lot of passion. And Tennessee, you could you could almost see like the heart getting taken out of them. And I was like, I almost felt bad for them. It was just like got the life was getting sucked out of him. And the big man from Serbia, man, that dude, he'd be throwing bows left and right. He should be fighting. He should be playing for the U.S. <laughs> I like when he comes down with the rebound. It's always a forward motion. <laughs> He's very intentional about that. What do you think about, Chris? You've seen the SEC got available there. What do you think about Tennessee, uh, you know, falling to, to FAU today? Oh. Um. Comes as no surprise. Uh, I've watched Tennessee all year long. Yeah, have have trouble having that go to guy to go get you a bucket mm-hmm. when you need one. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's been a problem for them all year. Uh, bigger issue for me is Conference USA. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got one team in the Elite Eight. You got two teams in the NIT Final Four. One of which beat FAU during the season. I mean. Yeah, the net the net is broken if those teams aren't good enough to be in the t- in, in the tournament. Yeah. So. No, that's a good yeah. One. It seems like Conference USA is like falling on like these hard tide, but now they're the way they played this year is like they've lost. Is that because like, they Louisville. lost? Yeah, they've lost like Louisville to the ACC, and they've lost other teams. 
Is Cincinnati? Um, no, they're not new. They're in the big. No, I don't know where Cincinnati went. I, agree with I think I, agree. I think Cincinnati's still in the though. Conference USA because I think they're going to Las Vegas too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They are. I agree yeah. with you, Chris, because like the CUSA, like they're like they play a different style of basketball. Like it is high tempo, and it it they're going to play eighty to ninety possessions, like if they can, you know. And it, it, it like the SEC that like. The schools are ready for that. Like, you know, they're, hey, you know, one, two, hey, you know, pound to the rock, you know, like Drew Timmy style. But it's a different brand of basketball. It's very different. And, and something, else, something else with the Conference USA is they're getting everybody else's leftovers that mm-hmm. aren't wanted by other teams that are transferring because they're not getting playing time. These are actually good ball players down there. Yep. Yeah. Cincinnati's not in. Conference USA, by the way. Uh, but this FAU team, I love the number one guy, John L. I can't think of it. He's number one. John L. Davis. Get to the hoop. Yeah, John L. Davis. I, Tennessee was missing Zeigler. He can actually shoot the ball. They don't have, like you said, a bucket getter. They play good defense, but like they just depended on like just garbage basketball, really. And if anyone has seen my Twitter in the last year, I've never had more hate from a fan base than Tennessee. So I love and enjoy watching them <laughs> every year. So – I good job, you. Tennessee. Keep up the good work. <laughs> so Tyler's not the person here to be helping you in that. Um, all right, so we got Tennessee. Let's go to our last game here. Then I got a few questions for you guys. We'll wrap it up here on Sweet 16, first show here on VSN Network. Um, go follow us. We got Chris here. Uh, we got Casey here, Tyler. We're here. We got last game here. We got UConn versus Arkansas, the blowout of the day here. Chris, we'll start with you with it. You know, obviously, Arkansas being an SEC school there. Um, they have some good players, obviously. Must one's obviously been working out, been a good job there doing the sit-ups. They have feeling confident enough to take the shirt off. But today they got a they got a they got a real matchup. And I feel like UConn just they were too big for them. They executed and uh and they just didn't they, I don't know, maybe just bad game, but they, they didn't look like they were in their, their league today. You know what happens when you play 20, 21 year old kids against 18 year olds? <laughs> This yeah. that that's a perfect example of what happens. Yeah. The the senior leadership and uh experience dominated that game. So and and you could see it coming. Arkansas's, you know, they'd go through stretches where they'd play really, really good basketball and then they'd lay some eggs that had you scratching your head. Yeah. Uh, UConn outscored them forty two to twenty four in the you know, to your point in the lane. They out rebounded them by twelve. Tyler, we know if usually that happens in the NCAA tournament, that's a recipe for no good, especially against a UConn team. Yeah, I, I going forward, just looking at the NBA, I do not want any of these Arkansas freshmen wear lottery picks. Not guy, even black? No, the guy, he reminds me of Ben Simmons. He can't shoot. He's tall, and he sees over people, so he can pass that advantage in college. But wait till the NBA, he's going to get manhandled. I read an article I was impressed with like Penny. I don't see it at all. Yeah. Maybe, he's not that athletic. I haven't. I didn't see anything special and, from him. And something with Anthony Black is he's a clown, too. He'll get <laughs> yeah. out there and he'll show up and he'll do something stupid to ignite the other team. He committed a foul against Vanderbilt. The fans got on to him. So he did this little crying motion with his hands. We put 63 on him in a half. <laughs> wow. <laughs> As a in in a direct response to what he was doing, we put sixty three on him in a half. 
Well, this sounds personal now. I like this now. I like this. <laughs> Casey, what did you think of the UConn? We talked about them maybe making a run like Michigan State. They end up pulling, they end up surviving, unlike Michigan State. And our good buddy Nick put 50 bucks on him the other day to win 500. So he's got to be feeling good after that win. So you know me. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a different cat, but uh WrestleMania coming up on uh, April 1st and 2nd. I did not know that. <laughs> I, 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 felt, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I, I felt like they just suplexed city the shit out of them. <laughs> they did. Just like, like we turned, like the first half was over. Brock Lesnar came in the house and like, I go home. Like, we don't need to wrestle. You don't need to show up. Like, it's good, man. Like, championship belts won. Like, Arkansas, you can get the hell out the building. <laughs> they were done. Like we done. Like that that's how I felt. Like I watched the first half and I was like, man, I'm just gonna make bagel and cream cheese. Like I'm just gonna chill out. <laughs> like, like I'm good, man. I'm kosher, man. Like I'm straight. Like this game's a waste of my time. Like, I don't know. Like I, this is how I felt. I don't know. It was it wasn't it wasn't uh, one of their best games. I was surprised with how Arkansas performed in this tournament in general. I thought they were going to be one and done with the way they ended the season. Musselman seemed checked out, and then somehow they beat Kansas, and it was like, oh, maybe these guys. But in that game, their two lottery picks only scored four total points. Just a little, like, why I don't like them at all going forward. But that just yeah. – and then Muscle, then they seemed like they quit as well. I don't know. I just no, I, I wasn't I impressed with Arkansas in year. Except for in the Maui Invitational, they played pretty good, but that was. Well, let's do a let's do a little uh, you know just a quick little. I think our players of the day here were brought to you by Row One Brand. Uh, use the use the code VSP fifteen. We'll get fifteen percent off anything in the art gallery. You, know, you got you know we got like a player of the day. I think we can agree on no. Is it Noel or is it is it Timmy? Is it somebody else or is it, is it Stallwater with the shot at the end? Is there somebody here that I'm missing? That's the. I mean, there were some good. There's two good performances out there. If you can't give it to both, who do you take it, Tyler? I'm giving it to Noel. We brought up the guy. He, he, Chris brought up the guys that he's in the same league as Jason Kidd, and who is the other guy? I think that's yeah, he's just having I, an unbelievable turn. Every time he brings up Jason Kidd, I can bring up my little logo here in the right corner. That gives me an excuse to bring it up. Here. <laughs> there you go. I I didn't catch. In all fairness, I didn't catch the other guy's name. I just heard that it was. Uh, uh, only the third player in history to do it. At this point, for me, I've gotten down as a MOP of the tournament. Yeah. yeah and he's been the most exciting guy. He like, kind of has that Kemba Walker feel, Casey, right? Like, you know, just that kind of vibe. Not the same. Kemba scored a lot more, kind of juicy with the step backs and that kind of thing. But he does have that kind of feel. He did get bailed out a little bit with two bad shots at the end of the, both, both the, end of the game and overtime. <laughs> Chucked it up for the Steven Jackson esque. That's what I was there for. So. I love him. I love him. He's the same height as me. I'm like 5'8. You know, like, I know. Like, man, I look at him, I'm just like, man, you balling like, I'm ah, just like doing your thing, man. It's just, it's wild to see. And he's doing it against like 6'8, six, 6'9. Six, you know, it's just, man, his vision, though, his vision is off the charts like i mean like that pass the wraparound pass like i know you know we basketball heads but if you if you watch the game man there's a couple passes but he's seen the play before it happens and when you like there's a different level to playing basketball and when you played the game that much you've seen the game before the game has been played that was special 
uh, Tyler said, who do I compare him to, Chris? I said, he. I mean, I don't know if this is a good – I just said Jameer Nelson was the first guy that kind of stood out to me when I saw him. Maybe Jameer probably wasn't as good a passer, but that was the first I, guy that made things like – I would say Jamal Tinsley. That's not a bad comp. That's a good comp right there. Damon, Damon Strautemeyer. Chris, it's been fun to have you on here for a short. I know it's just kind of been a short time here, but we're going to do this the, the next three days here, just after the games, 10 minutes. So hopefully you can join us with that. Um, before we uh, call the show here, I wanted to kind of just real quick, Let's get into the games real quick of what will happen after today. So, like, after today's matchup, we'll have K-State versus Florida Atlantic. We'll have UConn versus Gonzaga. Maybe just real quick, fellas, you could give me your picks on that one. Case, who do you like uh, in those two games? You already know where I'm going with that damn Florida, Florida Atlantic, Atlantic and Gonzaga. <laughs> you know, you, man, dude, they, their guard game is so strong. You man. did pick a good little Final Four on. Give me that, man. Like, that. They got four strong guards with Forrester and Davis. And, Ooh. man, just, they can ball, man. They got a, like, nice seven-foot-one, like, old-school white center. <laughs> Tyler, how does he do it? He picks the team out of his ass every year. He picked the Browns that one year. What the hell is going on around here? <laughs> he picks it. Uh, what, who do you got, Chris, uh, in those matchups there? UConn, Gonzaga, Florida Atlantic, Kansas State there. Full disclosure, when I filled out my bracket, the brackets came out that Sunday night. It took me 10 minutes to fill out my bracket. <laughs> I had I had Kansas State in the final four playing right. Alabama. I'm riding with it, purple power. Right. And on the other side, if UConn shows up and plays on Saturday the way they played today, I don't think Gonzaga's got a chance. Tyler, that UConn that game is going to be pretty interesting with the big UConn yeah, yeah. at Tim A time. But we'll see. Gonzaga has a way. Their offense is it's elite for a reason. And they have, to me, to me, maybe one of the top three coaches, I would say, in the, the league, you know, in the NCAA. So I, I don't know. That's how I feel about him or a few there. So. What do you think about those those matchups there? Uh, I got K State. I think Noel as long as he's healthy, which is a big if at this point, because when you sit out of he's super four hours, who knows what's gonna happen to that ankle? I got Kansas State, and then for the UConn Gonzaga game, I I just hate Gonzaga. I'll never root for what? Gonzaga. I'm taking UConn to go to the lead it or to the final four. <laughs> I don't know. the Huskies? How can you hate Gonzaga more than the Huskies? That's unbelievable to me. <laughs> There's nobody on Gonzaga I've ever liked in the <laughs> whole history no, of Gonzaga. Who's like it all comes Chad, back to Khalid Adam Morrison. All comes they're, back all, to Khalid they're all garbage NBA players. I lose interest in them. <laughs> Comes back to jealousy because Arizona we lost. In the first <laughs> uh, the, we beat Gonzaga every time we play him in the tournament. Uh, that, yeah, that's good. Uh, well, Chris, you got to join us on the Fat Boy Fadeaway one of these Sundays. There, what, what what show can we catch you guys on there? I've got the uh, Golden Broom. We go on Tuesday nights, generally at uh, eight thirty p.m. Sometimes at seven thirty p.m. Uh, depends on my co-host. He's got a little girl that plays softball, and depends on her schedule. That makes uh, sense. <laughs> but we we have a good time doing it. I have seen a couple of you guys shows there with it. Um, well, thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for joining us today on the show. Uh, and uh, hope we can do it again soon. All right. Tyler, Casey, till then, peace. Peace. Later.